Hello from Birmingham, day seven of the 2022 Commonwealth Games and another action-packed day here in the Midlands. I've said it all week, the atmosphere has been phenomenal from the get-go, but you do get a sense that things are starting to ramp up even further as we get towards the business end of the competition. Certainly as far as the team sports are concerned, um, we're approaching medal matches in the netball, in the women's cricket, and in the hockey as well. Um, the atmosphere around those really starting to build. We've also had some landmark moments, some landmark nights at the swimming, as I mentioned earlier in the week, and at the athletics as well. Some fantastic stuff on the track. On Thursday, though, it was all about the black country. Wolverhampton got its moment in the Commonwealth Games limelight, staging the road cycling time trials. And what a show they put on for the riders, um, welcoming some of the best in the world. Wales's Grant Thomas was on the start line, uh, fresh from the Tour de France, some big names as well from Australia and from the host nation. And amongst them, three riders from Guernsey, Seb Tremlett, Mark Cox on his Commonwealth debut, and Sam Culverwell making his first senior Commonwealth appearance too. Uh, his focus very much on the road race on Sunday, but he had a crack at the time trial and what a crack he gave it as well. Um, he was the last one out and some of the other Guernsey team members and support crew were in the car following him. The look on their faces when they got back was quite something. I think a few nervous moments in that car, probably quite a lot of wincing as well um, following Sam round. Apparently absolutely fearless um, on the roads, taking corners at ridiculous speeds, suffering a couple of mechanical problems as well, which we'll hear about, and trying to fix his chain going down hills at 70 kilometers an hour. It was quite something to follow um, by all accounts. And uh, when Sam had got his breath back and his heart rate had settled down a bit at the end, I caught up with him for a chat. Yes, I'm just talking through that and uh, some of your emotions right now. Oh, to be honest, really gutted. Had a bit of a shocker. Um, unfortunately, the same thing happened to Mark Cox. He had um, a shocker as well with mechanicals. Um, dropped my chain three times. Um, really unfortunate i thought i'd dive a bike in really well so that wouldn't happen but yeah to drop my chain three times is really gutting uh, and sketch as well when you're bending down trying to put it back on at 70k an hour down with the seven sister uh, yeah it was, it was a bit risky but um yeah it's it's a shame i started really well like going through the first checkpoint i was i was up there like not non-contention for like a top five but going well and then um, that's when the problems start. I and mean, then you've always got that in the back of your head. So mentally, it's hard to carry on and like get the most out of yourself. Um, but yeah, just gave it what I had and did my best. And all eyes on the road race now, which is, which is my preferred event anyway. I've got to try and be positive about this because um, a time trial is a bit of a bonus event for me. So uh, got that out of the way and full focus on the road race with the boys. Yeah, good stuff. And a few of them were in the car following behind. Yeah, I think was you gave them a bit of a wild ride. I think I gave everyone a bit of a wild ride. Yeah, everyone's saying I've taken years off her life with some of the cornering. Uh, had a few sketchy moments, had a time going down the descent, basically around a blind corner. A car was parked on the right, servicing another rider at a punctual or whatever. So I almost hit that. And then another corner was super, super tight, going around, coming into it 60k an hour. And then been a lot tighter than I, than, uh, I thought when they, compared to when we rode it, they then put the barriers out, closed the road. And they made it a lot tighter than I thought. So then that was like a bit of a skid around that corner and fortunately managed to keep it upright. So yeah, a few sketchy moments as if, as if the hurry wasn't high enough. But uh, yeah, just a bit of a messy ride to be honest and not my best, but um, yeah, legs are good. So fingers crossed for Sunday. Yeah, because it's quite a different 
course, perhaps than what people would think. Well, to the stuff that you guys do in the way of time trials back over in Guernsey, um, yeah, it's pretty. It's like a roller coaster out there. Yeah, really steep descent. I mean, is that good prep for Sunday for you? Um, it is. So to be honest, the TC course did suit me pretty well. So it's probably as far from your conventional time trial course you can get with uh, lots of up and downs, lots of corners. So personally, you could get a lot of recovery. So like. I'm quite good about effort recovery, effort recovery, rather than that constant effort, which you get generally with time trialing. Um, but yeah, it was super hard out there for everyone. And I think um, the shape's good for the road race. So uh, we'll give our best shot at that. Sam Culverwell there. What a rider um, he is. And looking forward to seeing him go in Sunday's road race. All fingers crossed um, that everything goes his way on the day. No mechanical problems and, and who knows what he's capable of there. Well, let's hear from the other two Velo Club riders in action in the time trial. Seb Tremlett um, and Mark Cox, both real time trial specialists. Seb finishing 23rd in the field. Here's what he had to say after the race. Nothing went too wrong, I guess. Uh, no, it was, it's a cliche, but I just really enjoyed the experience. Like as soon as I got out there, the crowds, it was just so, so wholesome in, in a way. Like. My numbers were okay, but like literally every hill, you can get that little bit more out of yourself because the crowds just, you know, they have no idea who you are, but you still hear like, come on Guernsey. And when you go through like some of those corners in the, the really built up areas, that the, the crowds are so packed, but it's so loud, it's so motivating. With the course they picked, they uh, the locals didn't really have a choice, which is what I was worried about, you know, like, uh, They've guaranteed crowds because they've almost forced them in a way because their roads are shut for five till six in the evening. But um, and what was the course itself like? I mean, I just oh, it's hugely technical and like I don't have it compared to the pros to send it through a corner. So I'm giving away heaps of time compared to the top guys because they, they they don't care about placing. They only care if they're in the top three. That's what some of the top guys are here for. So if they don't get that, they don't care. But for me, there is an element of getting round and then making a learning experience of it. It's, yeah, it is horrendously technical for a TT. Like, it's just constant. If you're going, yeah, uphill, downhill, left, right, not really many points of flat, consistent. Roads. Pretty different to back home. Very different to back home. Well, back home, we literally go up and down the coast most of the time for a TT because that our best roads and that's pretty much our only good roads for that stuff such a tiny island so yeah it's it's a different experience and it was just really fun yeah amazing I, I mean i saw walking in on the big screen um one of the motorbike shots behind uh one of the riders going down a massive long descent yeah there's a really long descent here and i yeah i mean i didn't go as quick as my teammates but it's still it's the quickest i've might have ever gone definitely on a tt bike you don't really think about it because like if I did that at home, obviously the chances are I'd die, but speed's about context. So when you've got such a long, straight, closed road for once, you know, 80, 90k an hour isn't actually that bad. Kind of let rip a bit. And yeah, well, it just doesn't feel dangerous, if that makes sense, because the circumstances. And you've been doing this a little while now. Um, you've yeah, you've experience on a, on, a, on a TT bike. Um, where does this experience and this, the, the, you know, this whole, this whole day, I suppose, rank in terms of your career? Ooh, um so the best context I have is the 2018 uh, Commonwealth Games in Australia. I think I got like 14th there. I probably won't get 14th here, which is fine. Uh, the sport's moved on quite a bit. It's gotten even more expensive, even quicker, even more demanding. So I've actually given, I feel, even more than I did last time. 
and the placing is probably going to be even lower so that'll tell you just how much more competitive it is um i gave a lot to this my family gave a lot to this um all my supporters at home that makes me sound like such a big deal but i'm not you know it's more than just one person it's 20 30 people sacrificing so much yeah amazing and when you take into account the experience you've had today does it make it all worthwhile the build up and the preparation <laughs> yeah i think so as an experience definitely yeah i was just so yeah you just classic worries about being so nervous beforehand falling off puncturing mechanicals obviously as an athlete you work to only focus on the stuff you can control but you still get that little bit but as soon oh, it's amazing as soon as you go down that star ramp you don't actually care you just that's why you're here you know you're just the little chimp brain switches on in a good in a good way and you just try to get the most out of yourself put on the show seb tremlett there right let's hear from the final rider in action in wolverhampton mark cox on debut got to carry the flag at the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony alongside Elena Johnson. So he's been loving his experience here. Unfortunately, like Sam Covwell, um, Mark suffered some mechanical problems on the way, finishing 31st um, in a field of 54. So a creditable uh, performance for sure from him. Here's what he made of it. A bittersweet day for me. Unfortunately, uh, things didn't go my way. I had a couple of mechanicals out on course. I'd uh, drop my chain out of the really fast descent. Um, right hand uh, dropped my chain there which is probably the worst place to have it um, but we, we those guys in the car got that back on and then it was uh, got going again in second so I didn't lose a lot of time but you you, you know you lose your momentum uh, and then the back side of the circuit just before where the TT bike really comes into its own I um, had to do a bike swap because I had a rear puncture so um, yeah it's a shame uh, I had a good ride but did myself and I, you know I think I did a good ride so that's all I can take from today. Yeah, good stuff. And what did you make of, well, one, the course, because uh, Seb was saying it was unbelievably technical, and also just the crowd, like walking through the centre of town. It looks like the support was amazing. Oh, the crowd was incredible. Um, yeah, every little climb, every little corner, there was packs, you know, packed with people and shouting in guns, you know, every other person you can hear shouting guns. It was, you know, it was awesome. I mean, amazing atmosphere. Shame it didn't go my way, but hey, you know, got to reflect and look at it as a real good experience. And, uh, yeah, leave it at that. And the course itself, enjoyable or scary? Scary, challenging, um, a couple of crazy fast descents. Um, nearly got up to 100 k's an hour down there, so you know, this very seldom you get anywhere near that. So, um, yeah, I think course different, not your normal TT course, but it's uh, all, our, all rides have got back safe and done really good rides, so yeah, and happy with it. Experience to build on, I mean, it's a long way away, but hey never say never um it's I, i'd love to come back and do it justice and, and and really feel like i've got everything out of it but yeah four years time hey who, who knows i'll nearly be 40 then so you know is that pushing it a bit? i'm not sure mark cox speaking to me there at west park in wolverhampton a day i think those riders um, will never forget now we did mention the mountain biking yesterday and um, we had two athletes in action at canic chase james rowe and Mike Serafin. Unfortunately, I couldn't get out there uh, to see them in action. It clashed with Billy Lepulan's quarterfinal bout at the NEC. But they were there to support the time trialists in whatever capacity they could and cheer them on as well. And I grabbed them for a quick chat to reflect on their experience at the 2022 Commonwealth Games. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy looking back, to be fair. Um, 
obviously I was 12, like, yeah, four years ago, I was 13th, eight years ago, I was 14th, so slowly improving. <laughs> but no, it was, it was an awesome day, like a really testing course. Uh, ended up being quite a long race, uh, just over the hour and a half, so uh, tested you to the full. Um, but yeah, it was great to see the Guernsey crowd, people in the crowds and supporting. Uh, yeah, real good fun, to be fair. Yeah, Mike, how did you find it? Yeah, it was good. I, I was going well until I had a, a bit of a, a crash with another person, but uh, or he rode into me. But um, no, it was really the crowd was was amazing, and it was a tough course to ride because even the uphills had sort of rock gardens and stuff in it. So they sort of really put your heart rate up there when your heart rate was already a, almost a max. But um, no, it was a, it was a really good course. It's a venue that. It's sort of well known for mountain biking, isn't it? Um, like national rounds are held there. Is it somewhere you've been before? Well, we've been to Canuck before, but not that part of the uh, not that part of the park. So uh, it was completely new to us. Um, a lot of man-made features that they had made just for that race. So um, I'm sure moving on, there'll probably be some events there. But uh, it was a shame they didn't do a test event there that we could have got to. But uh, it's the it's the way it is. Yeah. And when you sort of got back and settled down yesterday, pleased with your efforts? Yeah, I was. I was very pleased. Um, with with what was handed to me um it was what it was in the end of the day i did the best of what i could have done yeah james for you how did the race play out i mean were you sort of in the mix could you get you know were you on your own were you, were you kind of battling uh, other riders sort of as you went around yeah so unfortunately got a bit of a rubbish group grinning at the start like uh, we don't have any uci like world ranking points obviously come from guernsey so the, the guys of world ranking points were gridded first and then behind that was done alphabetically so james rowe and mike seraphin were right at the back of the grid which didn't didn't help <laughs> could, 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 could have helped if we were an abbot or something like that <laughs> um so yeah started off right, right at the back but to be fair by the end of a start loop um it's probably in about 10 fold of fort going in the first technical section um and then there was you could, I, the kind of a lead pack went off and i was just off the back of them i really tried to go with them because i knew if you were with them I would have got pulled along with the race, but realistically it was just a bit too much for me, I suppose. And yeah, I've kind of paid for that effort of going with it. So his first kind of kind of three of the seven laps were kind of like the first half lap was really hard and then I suffered for that big effort. But then in the second half of the race, I kind of came good, if you were, um, and started picking people off. So I think I was down about 15th, 16th place and then worked myself up to 12th by the end. So it was a really nice experience, I suppose, kind of coming through the pack and like passing people rather than the one being passed. <laughs> So yeah, I suppose it ended on a hot, on, a, on a good feeling, uh, yeah, which, good which, which, which makes it makes it nice, I suppose. Here at the time trial today, have you just been in the car following Sam? Yes, we were working as mechanics today. For <laughs> uh, I was in the car for Mark Cox and Sam Colwell, and uh, James was in the car for uh, Seb. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. At least you went on the bike with that course. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> it looked like hard work, that's for sure. <laughs> and James, just finally, uh, as you say, you're sort of yeah, edging a place there in these games. Eleventh in four years' time. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, I'll never say never, but at, at the moment, I think yeah, there's, there's Ireland games in Guernsey next year, um, which would be a nice way to say bye bye, I think. But um, obviously, we'll still be around the sport. You know, it's what we love. We're here today helping out with TT boys. You know, packing the stuff up. You know, we, we, we're a team. So even if we're not racing for the team, we'll still be helping the team. Oh, well, good effort yesterday, and we'll see you on Sunday. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, James Rowe and Mike Serafin speaking to me there now. For the cyclists, it's all eyes on Sunday now and the road race. Um, a full squad will be aiming to get Sam Colwell as far up that field as possible. And it is going to be a fantastic conclusion to these games for Team Guernsey. Can't wait to see how that one goes. Right, a quick mention for some of our other athletes in action 
on day seven. Over at the Athletics, it was 200-meter day with Joe Chadwick and Abby Galpin uh, going in the heats. And a great day for Abby Galpin. Job done, as far as she's concerned, um, through to the semifinals of the 200 meters in a very strong field. And absolutely loving her experience. Looking forward to seeing how she goes on Friday night. Uh, for Joe Chadwick, a PB, which was great for him, but he couldn't quite make it through a strong heat uh, in which England's Adam Jamili um, was the pick of the athletes we heard from him earlier in the week a really challenging build-up to these games but no doubt he's enjoyed his experience and and hopefully he'll get another crack at this level and be in the best possible shape next time over at the badminton disappointing day for chloe letitia and stuart hardy they were beaten by a pair from jamaica in the round of 32 in the mixed doubles chloe letitia back on court with elena johnson on Friday night at the NEC. And over at the Bowls, unfortunately, a couple of defeats for Todd Prio in the men's singles, losing to Australia and Kenya. And a cruel result in the end um, for Guernsey's women's pair, Lucy Beer and Rose Ogier, on their way back home now, despite having beaten Norfolk Island uh, in the match they needed to win. They then needed Malaysia to do them a favour against the same opponents, but it didn't happen, and it means they've bowed out of the women's pairs but still a fantastic week of course at the bowls that silver medal coming back around lucy beer's neck i'm sure she's going to get an absolutely huge hero's welcome when she gets back to the island now traveling around birmingham um you know following as many of our team guernsey competitors as often as possible this week um you do bump into uh, the guernsey support um who are out in force the general team managers uh, the officials from the Commonwealth Games Association. And of course, the medical support, Francesca McCluskey, uh, one of those on hand to help get Team Guernsey's athletes through their competitions. Um, she was there at the finish of the time trial cycling um, to offer a bit of support to the riders there. And I grabbed her for a quick chat to find out how her Commonwealth experience is going. Um, so I am the team sports therapist. So I am up at Birmingham Village with mainly swimmers and athletics at the moment, but we're kind of switch between the two um and yeah i just got asked by jim who's the head physio of the t of the medical team to get on board and i was more than happy to come along first commonwealth games yep first one how are you uh, finding it it's exceeded my expectations definitely yeah it's quite a surreal place to kind of like be a part of and you know you're, you're just having dinner with like a load of world-class athletes it's pretty special yeah, amazing. yeah how's the workload been so far um it's not been too too bad um yeah, the, the swimmers have been swimming pretty much like seven days. So um, we've had you know a lot of the soft tissue work with them, and um, the athletics aren't too demanding. So I've had you know peaks and troughs, but you know nothing too uh, too crazy. So we're doing very, we're doing all right. That's good. More or less demanding than the rugby players you used to looking after. Uh, a lot less demanding. <laughs> Not the prima donnas here. No, no, yeah. not no. They are, uh, are very different to the rugby players. So uh, no, it's all good. It's all good, and um, yeah, no, it's just it's just great to be a part of it. Uh, you know, the teams are really welcoming. They like getting getting us stuck in. So it's just been really really nice to be around them and see how professional they've been. Yeah, amazing. And you've been well. I've bumped into you in lots of different places already, um, all over the sort of sporting schedule. I mean, just. You know, for people back at home who haven't been to Commonwealth Games, I mean, from your perspective, as you say, world-class athletes all over the place. And in terms of your profession as well, that kind of world-class environment, that I suppose it's amazing to be in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I went to a uh, medical meeting with, you know, all the kind of top dogs of, 
you know, the medical world and sports medicine. And I felt, you know, very out of place, but it was just an incredible thing to be a part of. And, you know, just watching live sports, just, you know, really good fun anyways. But when you're kind of invested in all the athletes that you've been working with, it's just so much so much more special to like see them succeed and you know they're just knocking off final records you know all over the place so you know you can't you can't ask much more than that can you absolutely and i don't know if you've been stalking the royals or they've been stalking you because you've <laughs> you've had a few run-ins haven't you so far yeah i've met a couple of princes <laughs> since i've been here um yeah never thought that was going to happen so you know i'm just loving the experience but yeah met prince charles met prince edward um at the hockey the other day we popped in you're so. telling me you didn't realize who prince edward was no no <laughs> uh but he recognized that we'd won a uh, a silver medal and we were talking about lucy so you know he knows who we are <laughs> yeah exactly so um you know i'll i'll talk to anyone we're just chatting you know it's quite an open place everyone's keen to chat and you know get to know everyone so we've made loads of friends with like all the other nations and stuff so yeah we had a, just having a great time just trying to soak up the atmosphere and uh, enjoy it as well as uh, it being work it's not really can't really call it work because yeah. I'm just having an amazing time incredible I mean just, just finally though in terms of your profession is it something that you know that you can use as experience kind of going into do whatever you want to do oh yeah definitely I um you know it's just I've always wanted to work in high level sport and I've you know finally got here and it's everything that I uh, would expect and you know I love working with teams I work with the rugby for so long and you know it's just it's my favorite thing to, to be a part of and watching them so uh, you know I, I'd love to do this all the time um, but we'll see what what the future holds I guess. Chelsea McCluskey there speaking to me at the time trial great job uh, Guernsey's support team are doing uh, for the athletes this week. Right, that's it from me. Just a couple of days of these games to go, but some big moments to watch out for. The road race, of course, on Sunday, Saturday night. Ala Chalmers goes in the final of the 400-meter hurdles. Can't wait for that one. Um, if you're not already, do give us a follow on social media at GSY Press Sport is the place to go on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, hit subscribe as well, uh, wherever you're getting your podcast to get every episode of this and every episode going forward delivered straight to you and for comprehensive coverage of the commonwealth games and everything going on in local sport do pick up a paper six days a week uh, take care for now see you next time